this coming on the wire. Oh, 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 sure. A that classic. Was, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm, you get where mm-hmm. I'm going. I thought it was just a single little little symbol, a little gong. Right. Well, you know it's hard doing. for me to um, vary the tones. I know I'm it's doing. so so interesting to me still after all these years. <laughs> after all these years, <laughs> it's such a um, it's like a very rom com, uh, you know, affectation. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not an affectation. If it was affected, no, that would be completely insane. But no, I truly can't. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, no. I, if you were faking it this whole time, I would end our friendship because that's so weird. <laughs> Imagine that would be so crazy if, like, suddenly you like walk into my house one day and I'm like jamming or like <laughs> singing really beautifully, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, you're like a ghost singer for somebody's album. I don't know if that's a thing, but I just imagine right. it was, you know. Yeah. I suppose that's just a backup singer. <laughs> right, Anyways. I'm 20 feet from stardom. Anyway, Exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. Um, <clears throat> hi, everyone. This is FOH, and I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast that delights and excites Yes, very much so. Right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. <laughs> that's our goal. I hope so. Any, that's our mission statement. I don't know if we're <laughs> reaching that sort of. We yeah. might need to rework the, you know, reword it. But you tell us. Mm-hmm. At the board meetings, that's what we always say. Yeah, and we got one coming up. So, I mean, I don't know. The quarterly stuff is... Q3 Portfolio. is fucked. Yep. Q3. Q3. Q3 is fucked. Um, I got my first email about a Q the other day. I said, oh, I've heard about these. <laughs> you these... said, Q and long. I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> Just shoot me. I don't know. God damn it. No, I mean, yeah, I might as well have said that. I was like, I will absolutely <laughs> check on that Q for ya. Coming right up. <laughs> One Q coming right up. Um, One Q. <laughs> Ten Q. That's oh Q. yeah. Remember yeah. that internet speaking. I'm, I'm gonna make a lot of yeah. I just make Q puns. I'm like okay, just can you just sort of do? They're like, but I would just, love. <laughs> I would actually. Can you just do the thing I'm asking? I would love that. Uh, oh my god. Um, how's it going? What's happening? How are we? How are we? How are we? Um, good Lord, I don't know. Yeah. Me Not either. in a bad way, but I just think that, you know, Halloween, the veil is thin. Um, we're entering like that, like kind of the nadir of the year. The holiday season is, is the nadir of the year for you? No, not holiday season, pre-holiday season. Like, oh. we're just in that, like, weird space where it's, like, it's not nice weather out, but there's no, like, festive reason to gather. So it's just, like, me sadly being, like, anyone want to watch The Bachelor? And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I'm yeah. depressed is well, what I'm saying. I, say- <laughs> I guess, like, that's, like, kind of how I was, like, classic early November uh, <laughs> low point everyone goes through where they can't do a single thing. Um, yeah. Totally And like, classic. you know, TFW, you can't get out of bed. <laughs> um, my girl bosses. Um, yeah. Anyway, how are you? 
I am okay. I'm okay. Um, yeah, I uh, I went. Should I tell? Should I tell my tale of? Yes, the party. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is my service story of the week because I definitely did perform a fucking thankless service of showing up to a fucking college party. Um, I no. God, I hope nobody I know at school ever listens to this. Um, there were the sweet, the sweet, sweet children in my in my program uh, who are all, I would say, fairly significantly younger than me, um, as I expected. <clears throat> Invited me to a little Halloween get together uh, that was uh, whiskey and cupcakes, and I said no and no from me, dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I thought about bringing a bottle of wine, and then I was like, I think that's almost, though it's not a statement, would perhaps read as you know it might send the wrong signals if I just exclusively drink the own my own wine that I brought. Right. It's a bit of a Trojan horse. I did drink two of my own beers that I brought, and that's it. That's fine. That's normal. I feel like that's less, you know what I mean? You know what they do in college is they bring the beers, and then when they don't finish them, they take the beers. I know, Kelly. Literally, when I... I obviously left them, and then when I got home, I was like, you know what? I should have just fucking taken them, because they do not know. They were probably like, oh, man, Lillian left her beers. Right. They don't know that you're actually not supposed to do that. I got home, and I was like, man, I really wish I had a third beer, but sadly, I'm perfect. So, um, no, I, 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 oh, my God. You know, you think... You think you can prepare yourself. You think you know. You know what I mean? And, of course. And the, and the life lesson here is that no matter how much you prepare... I believe it no was Donald much... Rumsfeld who said there are known <laughs> unknowns. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. This is... <laughs> Okay, yes, gone. That's them to me. <laughs> I went to, I, no matter how much you think you can prepare yourself, something, your parents' death, you think about your parents dying every day, you think, therefore, when they do die, I will have already gone through a certain process. This is like me showing up to a party <laughs> where I right. said, exactly. exactly. Okay, everyone, possible. everyone's going to be 22 to 27. You know what that's like. No problem. You're a person. You can talk to people. Not a big deal. Kelly, I, I'm already, I just, I think of myself now as just a person out of context. And that is what I was at this party in, in, in many ways, uh, all at the same time. And People, and it's the thing is, it's not their fault. I show up, there's like Captain Morgan and like Smirnoff Pink Lemonade, Solo Cups, no other mixers besides a jug of cranberry juice and like <laughs> 10 other kinds of random like rums, including, including our old fave Malibu, which I was like, I have thrown that up so many times. Please, I can't look at that. It's still harrowing like 15 years later. Anyways. Right. These people are like, I don't even know. I had to make someone a vodka crayon because I was like, baby, here's, 
the, the thing is, too, Kelly, here's the thing. They're not just college students. They're fucking nerd college students. Right. Okay? So these aren't the people who have been partying, blah, blah, blah. These are kids who are like, I'm in graduate school at 23, therefore I'm a very, you know, I'm a nerd, which right. is fine. It's just, it's a flat line. It's a flat line. And there were law students there. I won't even get into that. But um, anyways, it was just a thing of like, they were, you know, they were like very sweet. They're like, I love your outfit and I love your bangs and I love your tattoo and I love your whole style. And I, and then they would be like, and, and this is a question I've gotten verbatim multiple times is what is living in New York City like <laughs> to, as a, as a conversation? A whole bunch of people standing around me. Somebody asked me that. And I, and I, I, you know, I don't, they expect me to like take a drag of a cigarette and be like, sit down, let me tell you a tale. Like, I don't know what I, I, and then I'm just like, and then I just start talking and everyone looks at me with like horrified Kelly. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I don't make sense. I don't make <laughs> sense in Oregon. And I definitely don't make sense inside a newly constructed dorm like apartment screaming about how there's a new bitch in town hypothetically <laughs> and it's me. I'm like right. I, these people don't understand the concept of switching into character when you're talking. Everything, every mode of communication is completely foreign to them. They're just like right. looking at me like how is this woman speaking? I don't understand how the ways in which she's talking is like at that level I am misunderstood. And I'm not I think it's valuable for them. I think the school should give you an extra stipend <laughs> as like you're doing labor to you're doing you're exposing them to a new cultural landscape. You're exposing them to 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 styles of communication, ways of mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. that are previously untapped, unplumbed by these these young minds. I just like I guess I forget, and you know we make jokes, you know. Oh, this person. Oh, you know, God forbid you're in Idaho or whatever. I just didn't think that in twenty. <laughs> yeah, we always make that joke. I don't know. You know what I mean. We make fun of flyover states sometimes. Whatever, as a cheap a cheap shot. I just didn't think in the in in twenty twenty one that New York City would be such a mystery to somebody. It is interesting because I think like a lot of hay is made about like the internet kind of flattening mm-hmm. culture to the extent that like between the internet flattening culture and the suburb- yeah. suburbanification of New York, that it's like yes. everywhere is the same in the country, but it's like, that is categorically untrue. I am finding that out more than I thought possible. It's slapping me in the face every fucking day. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. The level I'm like not hitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah. um, and I, as much as I do enjoy the idea of me leaving someplace and someone being like, wow, she's like, that's like what a New Yorker's like. I don't think that's, I don't think of myself like that, but as when I see myself from above and I'm just like, and you know what? That's fucking ridiculous. And no, this piece of shit. And like, everyone's like, you know, also it is I really am true insane, that, um, but you know, like it, not everyone is engaged in constant performance, which is insane. 
and interesting. <laughs> and good for them, honestly. But I that's not how I operate. I, the energy is... At, when the, when they go low, I go high. Do you know what I mean? It's like absolutely. I can't, I can't I can't help myself. I have to make up for the lack of it, and then I just create more and more, and then it's like an electricity that is unstable. It's like I know. Fucked. No, anyways, whatever. I'm they're I'm just young. babbling, they're but, young. but but they're just young, and I and I guess I just I know that young people like that are a certain way. <laughs> Didn't mean to say young people, but. Um, <laughs> Because uh, I myself am also young, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. didn't mean to it's, label. Yeah, but 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 it, to be that young and also to be uh, from Wisconsin and also I would assume homeschooled? Question mark. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> I must seem like a total alien. I don't. I don't blame Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways. I'm going to do my field work going to a goddamn party and being like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking notes. Look at these fucking monkeys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> good. Good, 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 good. You're not misunderstood um, on every possible level every day. Or... Ugh, I'm still yeah. managing it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, even in New York, my hometown, <laughs> everyone is still like, what the fuck? Um, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, no, I'm good. I'm, um, that's not true. I think everyone thinks I'm normal. Um, uh, no, <laughs> false. <laughs> and thank God for it. Um, but I will say my service stories to die is that I think <laughs> that, um, just as we're just gonna kind of leapfrog over that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah is that um, I think cuffing season is in, like, like turbo no. effect right now. No, it's oh my crazy, God. Lillian. It's absolutely bonkers. Also, now, the bar I work turbo at... turbo still, or...? <laughs> um, I mean, no, uh, because it's copywritten by TurboTax. Um, <laughs> they will be finding us. Um the um the bar that I work at is very like dates body, um because it has yeah. some little corners and da 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 da. Um, and um, I see so many first dates like just like one after the other. And I, I told you this. I was at the bar last night in front of. Uh, it's hard because it's a horseshoe bar, so it's, like, it's hard to escape. You know, like, you can't really, like, be like, oh, I'm Been just going to, like, go over, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just like, ah. It's um, a theater so, in the round. You're like, Exactly. Please. So I'm in front of this first date. Um, these people are talking. It is obviously, it was yesterday. It's the day after Halloween. This girl, I already told Lillian this, but it's, like, this girl was talking to the guy, and she was, like, <laughs> bragging about her Halloween costume. These people look to be about my age, so like, late 20s. And she's like, it was very esoteric. I was like, not, that's not correct, but moving on. Um, And she was like, I dressed up as my birthday, which is the, um, 
the last day of spring and the last day of Gemini season. And she was like, so that was like my costume, which was like so fun, but like nobody got it, but like so cool. <laughs> and I was like, so like, sorry, the like level of narcissism just casually dropped. Mm -hmm. And the guy just being like, yeah. And he was like, I just moved to New York from San Jose. I was like, oh, no. what the fuck is going on? Here? It was really rough. Um, uh, the, the hell, you know what? I, I, I need to call a moratorium on Halloween costumes. I can't do it anymore. And I don't do it personally, but to see what I've seen this last couple of years, stop. We need a year off and everyone needs to think about what they've done and maybe we can have it again. Stop it. Stop. It, it just needs to be... It's really interesting because there was a time culturally that being into Halloween was a full-on uh, personality. Sure. And we have moved past that culturally, but we've kept the, um, the like, laser focus on costumes in a way that is so not valuable. It's really crazy because Halloween actually is so fun and like, but it, but nobody does the fun stuff. They just are like, how can I look like a screenshot of this one part of a show and then post it? It's like, what? It should, like, ugh, I'm you sorry. You should get to, here, no, no, here it is. This it is should be, be on Mean Halloween. Girls. You, you get to be Ghost, Mummy, Dracula. <laughs> Mummy is huge. Dracula is huge. Frankenstein. And then there's yeah, a wild bolts. card, but it has to stay within that parent. Has to be. It's an. You can have one non-spooky. You could be a princess. You could be. You know what I mean, etc. That's it. My my feeling is that I, I agree with your. You know the Jay Z verse for monster kind of analysis of things. Um, I think that it is very much like Mean Girls. Like it's like you should like no puns. Okay, dress like a slut. No puns. Mm. No mm -hmm. characters from Succession. No. No, like, none of, nothing that was ever shown on HBO should be no. referenced. No, absolutely it's not. sluts, and it's for men, get a fireman's hat. Like, I don't know. Yeah, put, you can wear, you can wear a little suit or something. Put on a suit. Yep. My friend yeah. Nick dressed up as Ocean's Eleven. It just meant he was wearing a suit with no tie. And he had a, a deck of cards in his pocket. Perfect. Anyways, um, I just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. I just, and then I have to tell because there was, there was hijinks in the bar last night and it was truly like, um, I was like, okay. Um, you know, as I previously said, the veil is thin and yeah, uh, yeah. the combination of people's like um, bottomless need for love and affirmation and the spookies being out mm -hmm. the ghosts and stuff mm -hmm. is like mm -hmm. whoa whoa mm -hmm. whoa um it's creating a vortex um and sorry i don't know what i am talking about today um no it's fine i know what you're talking about i'm following <laughs> you okay so the bar that I work at, this man comes in. He's like, looks frantic. He's like, I'm looking for someone, but I don't think they're here. I was like, yeah, I don't think they're here either. I was like, if you don't see them, they're not here. So, and then he leaves. I was like, okay. Then one of my regulars comes in. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for someone. He's like, can I grab a table for two? I'm waiting for someone. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, someone who looks randomly just like you was coming in and, and looking for someone. And he was like, no. 
I'm waiting for a woman. I was like, oh, okay, great. You sit down. Then the first guy comes back. I was like, do you guys see that you look like each other? They were both like, shut up. I was like, okay. The first guy is like, I'm actually at the wrong bar. I have to go. I was like, okay, I'll see you later. Um, then a third guy comes in who also looks like the first two guys. No He's way. like, I'm, yes. He's like, they're all like kind of like Jewish glasses, like a little bit of beard. And um, <laughs> in New York? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, and then the, the third guy comes in. He's like, goes to sit in the corner. He's also waiting for a date. Now, a, a brunette woman is sitting at the bar. She buys a beer with cash. She's very nice. Then a slightly more kind of homely brunette mm. woman comes in. She goes to the third guy. She gets a drink. They're sitting. They're chatting together. The first brunette woman, the nice one, suddenly looks at her phone, looks at me, walks over to the third guy and the ugly girl and goes... <laughs> Hit the dusty trail, sister. That's my date. Oh, my Ugly God. girl goes to the regular. They're on a date now. <gasps> Wife swap. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Was the, was the homely girl supposed to be on a date with, with the other with, guy? With the regular. Then they just got yeah. mixed up. They got mixed up because they all look there because it's apps. So they all, she was like, I guess, like, you look a little different from your picture, but whatever. And then they all ended up doing, doing their dates. And the nice girl and the third guy got a couple drinks. It seemed to go well. The regular and the ugly girl only got one drink, but they did leave together. Interesting. We may never know. I'm going to ask him next time I see this him. This happened last <laughs> night? Yes. That is really crazy. <laughs> it was so funny. Also, my coworker and I, like, because... We were just watching it, and we were like, it was like a tennis match. We were like, switch, <laughs> man, woman, man, switch. That's like no. That's like the uh, the C plot on like Cheers. It very much was like it was truly like we were like this is a sitcom. Wow. Well, that's actually a pretty cool thing to watch happen. If I do, that's pretty oh, entertaining. It was- it was very entertaining, and I truly can't wait for my regular to come back, and I'm going to be like, what happened? Tell me Tell everything. Spill. He's like, I'm, I'm a 40-year-old man. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he, he truly does, like, normally come in by himself reading, drinks three Negronis and leaves. So that was also why it was interesting that he only got one drink. I was like, this is not your normal pace. He's trying to keep it together. I know. Um... <clears throat> All right. Well, 25 minutes in, should we start the <laughs> podcast? Let's do a type five on our topic and get out. We don't normally do this, but, you know, we we personally need to catch up and, you know, everyone's lonely. So I hope you enjoyed what we just gave you. Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly says, uh, sure, whatever. Um, uh, no, for some reason, we are recording, like simply an hour earlier today and so i drank so much coffee and i'm obviously going insane no i love it um uh get on my level you know um no it's it's earlier for me so i'm also stupid um
well, this we're going to talk a little bit about something that was that we all sort of mm, know in a way, but um, a listener, Chloe, who we love, sent this to us via DM in like September. And just so everybody knows, I meticulously track all the DMs we get and interact. So like you're never shouting into the void, you know. That I'm is taking true. I I'm here. We're here for you. So I took a screenshot of this particular um, DM because she sent it um, with, sorry, I'm going to cut that out. Um, So Chloe sent us this thing. She said, just got a survey email from Poached, which is like one of those hiring websites that's like, what's the one that we fake did something with? Um, Culinary Agents? Yeah, and by fake, I mean they ghosted us, like everybody else. Yeah, they okay. emailed us, and then they were like, mm, never fall. <laughs> I had one hour of phone call with them, and then they were like, we're not, block them. Um, okay. <laughs> that is a woman, woman-owned business, so actually So, cool. hey, you don't support women, culinary agents. All right. Um, so Chloe says, just got a survey from Poached, and it seems like they're trying to test the waters, re-hospitality freelancers being the next hot thing. Thought you guys would have some good thoughts on this. Eh, you thought wrong. Um, not sure if this, not sure if this link will work, but here goes. And she sent me the link to the survey. At which time, I in September, I clicked on it. I took the survey for research purposes. I took screenshots. I said, "This is interesting." Thank you, Chloe. And then when I was bored out of my mind watching a Zoom panel talk, I said, "Let me just go ahead and delete a shitload of uh, photographs from my telephone." Uh, 2,000 to be exact. And those ended up, sadly, uh, (laughs) sacrificed. So unrecoverable also, because I checked. So basically, (laughs) (laughs) I frantically frantically tried to recover them. Uh, Lost to time. And uh, the survey is no longer active. However, um, it was a very insidious obvious survey where it was like do you enjoy working at the same place every week it's like (laughs) or do uh, you hate it (laughs) yeah (laughs) how many hours would you say you like to work like and 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 it was like um are you someone who enjoys variety and you know travel or whatever like just the most basic shit and We've all seen, like, I I heard about the concept of, quote unquote, freelance bartending a few years ago, because I think they were, not, I'm not saying, what was the heyday of all this kind of stuff? Like 2018, 19? Yeah. Around that time was when the gig economy, quote unquote, was really becoming a, a talking point. And by talking point, I mean, like, being pushed upon everybody. Um and I, I mean, I thought about it for a second. I was like, well, that could be interesting. You know, I have a really weird schedule in life and like maybe it would be cool yeah. to just like pop in and make 200 bucks when I'm able to. Um, and I also had done that with catering in the past where you just like sign up for a shift and like see what the fuck happens, which is kind of cool for a certain type of person. But we all know what really happens in these, uh, <laughs> in these setups. And the fact that after the pandemic, this is being a renewed sort of idea uh, and being brought up again and again. And all of these, I, 
all of these fucking headlines, like one called On the Line, which is from a publication from Toast. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I think I read that. Fuck you. Um, yes. It says the gig economy could help your understaffed restaurant. I'm like, okay, girl. Okay, Kaylee Lindbergh. Um, <laughs> all of... And real quick before I stop monologuing and we can actually have a conversation... All of these pieces, including one that's published, that fucking is on Vox today, just literally today, about labor shortages and fucking not getting paid enough. What is with this class, this new class of fucking quote-unquote journalists? They are so bad, dude. These like sound, writing? These people sound like... I mean, and that's probably the case. Somebody was like, okay, I need... 2,000 words, whatever. I need 500 words tonight. These people sound like they're writing fucking fourth grade five paragraph essays. It's insane to me about fucking labor. I'm like, what's going on? I think it's just that like so much of journalism now between so much of the articles so-called that I read for this were just blatantly ad copy that was like some verbiage had been changed like it's journalism now is like um issuing press releases for the cops and for these companies and then so it's like and you're like i'm a journalist it's like yeah you changed the verbiage of um two statements put out by Mm -hmm. evil people so good job yep um i think that obviously we all know the problems with the gig economy and everything but i think also culinary agents also this um in the summer of 2020 like advertised itself and marketed itself as like um this is a way to hire without like revealing what restaurant like you can just put up a Uh listing that just says like bartender and i think it's like especially right now it's to it's not even organizing in the sense of like unionizing but it's like organizing like extra union organizing that like Mm -hmm. often happens at restaurants where it's like yeah hey man like we've all worked through the pandemic so we deserve x y and z Uh we all did this for you so da 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 it's like so obviously and transparently being like hire a bunch of people who don't know each other who don't Mm -hmm. have time to form bonds who didn't work for you before the pandemic who didn't work for you during the you know what i mean like it's just like get people when they're at their most vulnerable, most desperate, and mm-hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you have like these fucking fake as hell politicians being like, yeah, I'm campaigning for a $15 minimum wage. It's like not one person is going to have a real job in about five years because we're all going to be like independent contractors because of these stupid fucking VC apps. And it's like, it's all bad. Yes. Yes, Kelly, it is all bad. And uh, I, it's, I know we've said it before and it's probably, you know, beating a fucking dead podcast horse, but at this point, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it continues to surprise me that uh, the lessons that have not been learned on every single level and especially now with restaurant work, it's still, I'm just like, what's, wake up, what's happening? It's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And, and the fact that nobody covered the fucking end of unemployment, nobody covered the tax thing. 
Nobody ultimately gives a shit. And I think that that is, and like we talked about the um, striketober or whatever, it's like, that is what people are like, okay, got it. Fuck you. And like, I'm not going to work and I'm certainly not going to sign up for this fucking gig shit where I'm like thrown into, working in a, gig working at a restaurant is insane. insane. It's absolutely not possible unless you're like, yes, I've worked at Chipotle. Therefore I probably know the fucking system at this other corporate thing that's owned by the same fucking mega corporate. Maybe even then that's going to be a nightmare. You can't just throw a server into a fucking restaurant and have it work. Yeah. It would be more chaotic than working without that person. It doesn't make any fucking no, sense. No, it's insane. The Washington Post covered it from the perspective of a back of house guy, which makes like a little bit more sense yeah. because it is just like sort of skills being applied in right. different contexts. But even that is like crazy because like what they were talking about with the person they kind of profiled through his like work week is like then the people who were directing him, they didn't know what they wanted from him. So like, you know, he said he went into a kitchen. They were like, we want this squash. This is a small example, but they were like, we want this squash in one inch cubes. And he did that. And they're like, that's way too big. And then he like eventually like did it into one eighth inch, one eighth of an inch cubes. And they're like, no, that's perfect. That's what we wanted. And it's like, even that it's just like miscommunications happen when you don't work with someone because you don't know. We all learn like the implication of what someone says or like how like tone and all of these communications that are outside of like literally the spoken word. And it's like, it's cutting you off from building those relationships, even in the context of back of house where it's like, yeah, technically makes more sense. Well, it's, it's a denial of like the culture of a workplace and it's a denial of like the basic humanity of people as workers because it's like, no, we can just plug in hands here. That's, that's how it works. Exactly. It's also just insane, as we always discuss on this podcast, just, like, owners don't understand why people go to restaurants because they're, like, (laughs) divorced from it because all they can see is, like, the cash box. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I would never go to a bar that I noticed did not have a consistent staff because it's, like, even if you're not a regular in the sense of, like, I'm there every week or whatever, it's, like, it is nice to go into a place and see familiar faces and have people be like, even if they're not like, Hey, it's you Lillian who does X, Y, and Z. It's like, if you go somewhere even once a month, the bartender is going to be like, what's up? Yeah. And comfortable with you. Right. And it's like the idea that you can like, yes, the idea that it's just hands is like, No, it's so, so stupid. It's, it's so fucking stupid. And uh, I just, yeah, I know. Um, oh yeah, this yeah. is. Uh, ay, ay, ay. Wait, can I just say that um, this in the Vox piece? Not to like blow up this person's spot. Maybe they are new to the f- game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's one of your classmates. Maybe it's one of my classmates that said, let me just give this a fucking shot. Um, uh, fuck. Vox also just reloaded this so I couldn't snark on this exact 
paragraph. They heard you. They said they were like, us. "We're not gonna let this bitch fucking rip into uh, <laughs> try to piece, take down a piece that." Um, uh, basically, it was just saying that um, other uh, other field like, people are leaving the service industry for other. Uh, you know, for their types of jobs that have better, you know, wages and more reliable, blah, blah, blah. And this person mentioned uh, as a, as an example of that, uh, like working in warehouses. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know if that's really like a, a um, not just a pay step up, but when I think of warehouse, I know there are lots of different kinds of warehouses but I know that Amazon has a lot of warehouses and are constantly hiring and really need a lot of labor. I'm just like, what? You can't just say people are going to other, uh, you know, workforces like warehouses. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's also about? like you need to like, if you want people to cover labor, what you need to say is like, that is a heartbreaking choice because it's like you're choosing between two industries that are not only emotionally taxing in different regards like a warehouse versus wait wait can i just read you the exact thing because this is exactly it says people are leaving for a variety of jobs including those in factories and warehouses customer service and healthcare. these are often jobs that have better benefits and more predictable schedules that's not true it's also just like (laughs) it's so fucked up to like divorce um the physical aspect of these specific jobs that you just mm-hmm. listed which mm-hmm. factories warehouses healthcare mm-hmm. and the service industry are all deeply physical jobs that are like truly murder on the body yes. and it's like to not acknowledge it just to be like the sunny side of life. People are leaving the restaurant industry for these more reliable gigs. It's like, right. no, they're making, cho- they're picking, they're trying to pick the lesser of two evils and they're mm-hmm. not actually even able to do that. It's like so fucked up and labor reporters who don't work, which is all of them, including little miss Kim Kelly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah. It's just so, it's like, I, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad too, and I, I get it, and I think, you know, I'm not trying to, like, draw, you know, fake lines here, but, you know, I feel a lot of the same ways in school, where I'm just like, this is, fu-. I told Kelly, I'm like, I'm constantly saying this isn't real to people, because I'm just like, I know that there are certain, you know, there are ways in which you know, learning these things can benefit society or whatever the fuck. But I'm also just like, this shit, like, you should be using this for something else because this is, like, ridiculous. And the fact that, like, to, like, study people and be like, this is interesting. I'm like, this is just, it's it's so fucked, man. And I, people who don't have any experience outside of, yeah. of their first job at, like, a fake news, fake newspaper or their their job as like a fake fucking academic. It's just like, don't talk to me or write anything ever and lock yourself in a fucking closet. Agree. Agree. That goes, and I am talking to you if you're listening to this. Okay. (laughs) You specifically somebody. Um, 
No, I, did, I wasn't really making a point. I just, I just hate it. I just hate this fucking, this fucking vague ass language about shit that like makes so, that is so important to people's fucking lives. It's disgusting. Yeah. Agree. Agree. <sighs> Feels good to get angry again, you know? We love it. I've just we been sad. I've been sad and I prefer, I much prefer anger. Yeah, it suits. Well, you're it's energizing. It's energizing. Yeah. It's energizing. Oh my god. Um. Anyways, that's it. Anyway, should we call it? Is that about? Is that enough? <laughs> I don't know. Chloe, were those smart thoughts? You said you thought we might have some. Chloe, thanks for the <laughs> effort of giving us great material that we fucking fumbled the yeah. entire time. But we, I do really End appreciate up everybody. Screaming. I know, whatever. Um, whatever. Thank you all for sending in your Halloween tales of terror. Oh my and great up. Great episode, if I do say so myself. And so that said, you can send in stories like that any old day of the week on our um, our service story little uh, what's it called? A form in our Instagram bio. So whenever something happens to you, give a little click clack, tap it brothers, over to us. Um and we do have new patrons. Shocking. Did you know that, Kelly? I did. <laughs> I did. No, that wasn't that that was more like a um a soft shoe like co-host thing. That wasn't like, did you know that? That was me being like <laughs> that's like morning show. Sorry. Um we have <laughs> the morning show now on Apple TV Plus. <laughs> we have Darnell. That's what you're referring to. Darnell, yes. welcome. Welcome. Welcome and we love you. Good to see you. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, um, how are ya? Hey, how are ya today? Um, we have Maria. Maria, hello. Well, welcome into the fold, and I hope that you enjoy yourself. Absolutely. Um, how do you solve a problem like Maria? You know what? To me, she's not a problem. She's a patron. True. Um, Julia. 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 Come over here. Come on. What are you doing over there? All right. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> um and I think that's it, which is a great little a great little gang we've got going on. That's a crew, baby. That's a full ass crew. Thank you all so much. We have a newsletter coming out and um whatever bullshit we decide to do for the Patreon as always. It's up to us. <laughs> <laughs> true absolutely true but you tell us what you want and we'll do that too so you know it's it's a, it's a collaborative project we grow together um, we and we are growing together every day all right and we love you guys and we love you and we'll see you later bye bye goodbye <laughs>